Hey, hope you guys are doing well. We are going to start a new little series called Microbytes. These are going to be little episodes that drop in between the big episodes. These are little tidbits, little microbytes of information that will inject some chutzpah into your day. I want to make you productive, not busy. So we're going to drop these little dimes on you to make you more productive. Free up some time, make you more money, save you some stress. Here's the first episode. You guys have a great day. Thanks. Okay, so self-critical thought can be very overwhelming. They can consume your day and make it difficult to focus on just about anything from your work to your family to your hobbies. These types of negative thoughts can harm you in multiple ways. A lot of people don't realize that. Self-criticism can be an ongoing dialogue inside your head. Most of the thoughts focus on flaws rather than actual or perceived. Sometimes the thoughts start after a critical comment from another person. That's the most common that I see. In rare cases, self-criticism can be useful. It may increase humbleness and provide a way to evaluate your mistakes. We all know somebody like that. However, most of the time, self-criticism creates unnecessary pain and suffering for yourself. Self-critical thoughts can increase the risk of depression, anxiety, stress, and really a multitude of other mental health issues. It's proven. They also weaken your self-esteem and your confidence. Luckily, you can learn to reframe these negative thoughts in your head and overcome them. I was watching a documentary and Keanu Reeves was on there from The Matrix. It says it's easy to become very critical when you're an actor. When you get critiqued by the critics, whether you agree with them or not, people are passing judgment on you. thought that was interesting. What a tough business to be in, having to listen to all the outside noise. So first of all, we got to understand self-criticism. Most self-criticism can be separated into two categories, comparative and internalized. Comparative criticism is what I call when you compare yourself to others. But on the other hand, there's also what I call internalized criticism, is when you feel like you can't live up to your own standards. So both comparative and internalized Criticism can be very dangerous. And it can be called other things. That's just what I call it. Comparative and internalized. Learn more about these two types of criticism if you're struggling with this. Comparative criticism makes you constantly compare and contrast yourself and your life with your friends, family, coworkers, and others. It can even affect your relationships. You might view others as superior or better with this type of criticism. You're also likely to think that others are judging you and assume you don't measure up. Now on the flip side, internalized criticism. Internalized criticism makes you feel that you'll never be perfect or achieve the things that you wanna get done. It can even make you think that success isn't enough. The obsession with being perfect can be overwhelming especially with this type of criticism. So now that you've learned 
more about the two different types of self-critical thoughts, you can begin to effectively address the issue. That's why I wanted to do this podcast, because I can give this a platform where you can go back and you can critique and self-internalize yourself and look and see if there's anything helpful here. I feel that there is. That's why I do it. Now, I've written on my notepad here, I'm not enough. One of the most common self-critical thoughts is that you're not enough. It can stem from both comparative and internalized criticism. So how can you change the I'm not enough thought? Well, in my opinion, you got to understand where these negative thoughts come from. And now then you have to figure out how to reframe those thoughts. So why do you feel like you're not enough? The first step is to get to the root of the thought. Examine your feelings and consider your past. You know, why do you feel you're never enough and where do these feelings come from? See, in many cases, the roots of this self-critical thought can be found in the past, usually. Dysfunctional families, difficult childhood, traumas, illnesses. All this can make you feel really less than worthy. Remember, it's an internal message. Even if others are praising you and complimenting your life, you may still feel like you're not enough. This happens because it's an internal thought that it's hard to shed. It gets embedded in your brain. So you have to start to heal the past. See, therapists share that not feeling like you're enough may require healing the past. If you're having difficulty letting go of the self-criticism, self-destructive behavior, counseling or therapy may help you get past the thoughts. Remember, no one's too big or too good to, to ask for help. Try journaling or meditating or other, you know, plaintive activities to release the things that are holding you back. Try saying, I am good enough. Each time this negative thought comes up, let it be a trigger to rephrase that thought that uplifts you and makes you feel like you're good enough instead. It's funny. People will argue with another human being, but they won't argue with themselves. So the next time your, your inner critic says you're not good enough, stand up for yourself. Reframe it. Rephrase it. Uplift yourself. Remember that you're unique. With your own special combination of talents and characteristics, the worthy, and they're all worthy of love and happiness. Everyone is. Remember yourself that you're enough. You're smart enough, strong enough, good enough to do absolutely anything you want. You're capable of great things and can accomplish whatever the hell you desire. So once you've realized that your past may be controlling your present, it becomes easier to reframe this self-critical thought. See, in one of my previous lives, I was a musician. Trent Reznor is a musician from the band Nine Inch Nails. And I read his biography. And it was really cool because this really stood out to me. It says, fear has governed my life. If I think about it, I don't even know why I'm saying this in an interview situation. But I always feel like I'm not good enough for some reason. I wish that that wasn't the case. But left to my own devices, that voice starts speaking up loud and clear. This is a guy that's hugely, ridiculously popular, ridiculously wealthy. And he still feels this way. 
No one is beyond that. The next one is, is that I'll never improve. When you're stuck and you haven't reached your goals, it's common to have the self-critical thought that you're never going to improve. You may think that you'll never get better and never get past a certain point. However, then I'll never improve thought can hold you back. It can make you give up on your dreams, make you walk away from actually potential opportunities. It's important to reframe this self-critical thought before it makes life more difficult. I want you to try these. Number one, I want you to understand the learning process. You might think you'll never get better at something while you're still learning it. For example, when you're learning a new skill, language, or subject in school, it can be tempting to give up before you even start or before you finish. The process can be hard and sometimes consuming. But it's important not to stop before giving it everything you have, all of your effort. Continue your learning process. And continuing your learning process will give you the proof that you do indeed learn and get better. I mean, that's anything. Remember when you learned to drive, you didn't get just get in the freaking car and put the key in it and go. You had to practice until you got self-confident, until you learned things. Remember, you're not alone in this. It can be tempting to have the moments of self-pity mixed with self-criticism and believe you're the only person in the freaking world who struggles with this. But keep in mind that some things such as learning a new language or a math class can be hard for all kinds of people. Reach out to friends and family members for help and you'll see you're not the first person to struggle with this, I promise. It's, it's a normal human feeling that everyone experiences at some point. Next, you got to give it time. Everybody's in a freaking hurry. It's important to give yourself time to strengthen your skills in the area or topic that you're working on. And not judging the process. Pay attention to the little details and take notice of your progress. Then I want you to say, I'm learning and I'm getting better. Reframe the self-critical talk by reminding yourself that you're always learning. Remember, another way to fight the self-criticism is to say, I'm good enough right now. You can also say, I'm getting better all the time. Saying these new phrases will help you feel more optimistic about what you're struggling to learn and also boost your self-esteem. Remember, they're kind of like affirmations. People are big on affirmations. Why not your affirmation being, I'm good enough now? Why does it have to be, I want to be a millionaire, or I want to be rich, or I want a yacht? Why not start with, I'm good enough, and I'm getting better? You can also get rid of the self-critical thought by putting less pressure on yourself. You're more likely to be critical of yourself when you expect too much, even if that expectation is unrealistic. Give yourself a break, man. Be patient with yourself and feel good about learning something new. Here's another one. Everyone is better than me. Unreal. Thinking that everyone is better than you is a common struggle shared by many others. Most people experience at one point or another in their life, for sure. However, if you think about it, 
you'll realize that it would be impossible for you to be the best at everything. There will always be others who seem to be more talented, more successful, or educated and better in their field. The key is to remember that you too have unique talents and special skills that matter. I want you to use these strategies to handle the self-criticism. Number one, you got to understand the root of the thought. Often this self-critical thought comes from a past experience or childhood. You may have grown up hearing your parents or someone else comparing you to others. They may have said that you're not smart or not well-behaved. Then you believed it, and you still believe it. Fortunately, these negative thoughts can carry over from childhood to adulthood. It's proven. That's why people are on medications. Learn to love yourself. Instead of beating yourself up every freaking moment for every freaking mistake, learn to accept your faults, man. Practice forgiveness for yourself and others. That's a good one. Learn to let go of mistakes once you've learned the lesson. That's why you make the mistake. It's a learning process. It's not important. Now, what is important, it's important not to hang on to negative ideas or experiences. Be conscious of how you view your body, your mind, and your accomplishments. I want you to reframe the self-critical thought. Instead of saying everyone is better than you, say things like, I'm good, I'm talented, I'm awesome, man. Remind yourself of the unique qualities that you possess. Point out things like your kindness, your perseverance, and other positive parts of your personality that a lot of people freaking lack. Avoid letting the self-critical thought stop you from trying new things also. It's crucial to remember that you have talent. Theodore Roosevelt said, It's not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again because there is not effort without error. Next, I want you to reframe other self-critical thoughts. May have many different types of self-critical thoughts affecting your confidence. Remember, you are your own unique combination of characteristics shaped by past and present experiences, failures, successes, experiences. The unique identity and the history affects the type of self-critical thoughts that you're going to have in your head. The common self-criticisms and how to change them are as follows. Reframe. I shouldn't have done this. This often appears after a mistake or other issue. Just change it to, hey, man, I sure learned something from that. Focus on the positive aspects of the mistake. Find the silver lining and then you'll always find it because it's hiding in there somewhere. Reframe, I can't do anything right now. I can't do anything right well, this thought can also appear after mistakes. It can also show up after failures or not being able to reach your goal. 
Maybe change it to something like, I do a lot of things well. I just need to work on this. Accept the mistakes or failure and move forward. Remind yourself of all the things you do well and are proud of accomplishing. You could reframe, I'm never doing this or I'm never going to be happy. That's a good one. Let's try that. During difficult moments or times, it can be a struggle to see beyond the sorrow, right? Why don't you change it to, I can be happy. Even in difficult circumstances, I can be happy. Remember, people are making millions of dollars off of printing little affirmation posters. Be happy. I'm great. I'm awesome. I want to be rich. I want a plane. I want a car. Change it to, I can be happy, even in difficult circumstances. That's a good one to overcome a lot of things. Remember that you've been happy in the past, and you can get back to that island and feeling that way again. I heard somebody say the other day, I'm always a mess. Well, again, this is a self-critical thought. Frequently shows up after failure or other shortcomings. Change it to something maybe like, I don't know, I'm in control. I can handle this. I'm put together. Avoid focusing on failures or comparing yourself to others. You may not see the struggles they face and won't know how many times they've screwed up or how many messes they've made in their real lives. Remember, people's lives are not what you see on Instagram and Facebook. People put on there what they think you want to see to get clicks and likes. I'm always alone. That's another one I hear. People that have had relationship struggles or other issues can feel isolated and lonely. I get it. But maybe try, I'm surrounded by people who love me. And when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I'll find the right one. Keep in mind that even if you're single, there are always others around you. And many of those people love you. That's okay. From coworkers to friends, you simply have to reach out. Get some help. Self-critical thought can come in many forms, but each one of those can be changed. I'm going to give you a few more tips before we get done on dealing with self-criticism, the inner critic. It's important to remember that the thoughts in your head are just stories. They're not an accurate reflection of your life. They're not documented. They're not coded. They're not stamped. And that's that. Your internal dialogue can be very deceptive. It can make you feel alone, discouraged, and unhappy. In addition, it can affect how you view the world and relate to others. So instead of letting the self-critical inner critic thoughts take over, try a couple of these beauties. Remember the stories you may not be the real truth. The stories in your mind are all shaped by how you perceived certain situations. See, human perception is tricky, man. The world is colored by your past, present, and current emotion. Uh, the way you think about things is affected by multiple factors. Be mindful of your thoughts and your emotions. 
Ask yourself, what is going on in my head right now? Is it positive or negative and why? Pay attention to your thoughts and how they affect you. Listen to the mind, but avoid letting self-critical inner critic take over the show. Remember to reframe the self-critical thoughts. This powerful technique, I'm telling you, turns things around in your head and boosts your self-esteem. Reframing can be a key to letting go of the negativity. Self-critical thoughts can be changed. You have the power and the ability to do this, 100%. It may take practice, but you can accomplish it, I promise. Lady named Beverly Engel. In her book, turn down the volume of your negative inner voice and create a nurturing inner voice to take its place. Fire that dude. Replace him with somebody that's nurturing. When you make a mistake, forgive yourself. Learn from it and move on instead of obsessing over it. Equally important, don't allow anyone else to dwell on the mistakes or shortcomings or to expect perfection from you. Self-critical thought can appear in different forms wearing different capes. They can fill your mind with negative thoughts, negativity in general, and judgment. Remember that you're the one who is in control of your thoughts. The inner critic isn't running the show, man. The inner critic works for you. You can alter that. You can change that resume. Learn to reframe your negative self-talk so it stops influencing your decisions, emotions, and how you feel about yourself and the world in general. Once you've practiced reframing and changing the negative statements in your head, guess what? It'll be easier to do everything. And then what happens? Freaking self-esteem goes through the roof. I appreciate you guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I want you to be safe. I want you to take care. I want you to say something nice to somebody. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast. Please hit the subscribe and notification of new episodes button and visit us on social media like Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok for bonus content. <laughs>